Hi everyone. I am going a little off on a tangent this week because it is Food Allergy Awareness Week in the United States. And if you don't know me, or if you do know me, uh, you know that is a cause that is really near and dear to my family. Um, My youngest daughter, Evie, who just turned eight, was diagnosed with multiple food allergies just after she turned a year old. Um, Like a lot of parents did at that time, we waited until kids were about a year old before you introduced them to things like peanut butter and eggs and all those different things. Um, And one day her dad was eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and we gave her a little bite And within a few minutes, she was crying and kind of rubbing her hand um, on the side of her body. And we discovered that she had hives on the top of her hand. Um, And after speaking with the pediatrician, we, you know, did all the things we had to do, but ended up taking her in for some food allergy testing where we were told that she was allergic to uh, peanuts and hazelnuts. Subsequently, a few months later, uh, a similar thing happened. We gave her some egg, and she had had egg a couple of times and ate it with no problem. And same thing happened. She had a bite of it, and within a few minutes was, you know, rubbing her face and rubbing her hands, and we saw again that she had broken out in hives. Further allergy testing revealed she was also allergic to eggs. Um, That list grew a bit longer When she turned, it was about four years old and was eating hummus, again, something that she had eaten quite a few times before and developed hives all around her mouth. And I thought maybe she was allergic to chickpeas. Turns out it was sesame. Um, And so now we navigate life um, avoiding peanuts, hazelnuts, eggs, and sesame. Thinking about that, when you know, when she was a toddler, kind of growing up, one, two, three years old, in hindsight, it was relatively easy for me to kind of control the environment and control what food she was having. Don't get me wrong, this still means that me and her dad and my parents at the time we were living with them had to read every single label of every single thing that she ate. Um And also those labels change, which is something that sometimes people don't necessarily understand. Something that was safe for her six months ago is no longer safe because there's either sesame in it now, or it may contain egg, or it may be processed in a facility that has peanuts. So it's a lot of reading. But because she was so young and always at home or with my sister or my parents, we were in control. We could handle and and we were the ones that were choosing what food she was eating. At that young age, she was sort of aware of her allergies, but was really unaware that anybody would see her as being different. Um, Oddly, I am thankful that she was diagnosed so young because she doesn't really know anything else. I remember when I was a middle school teacher having a student who was diagnosed with a peanut allergy at age 11, and that was really hard for him to sort of unlearn what foods were safe for him and what foods weren't. So in that regards, I am thankful that this is sort of something that she has always known. So it's not something that she had to learn 
what it was like to have allergies. It's just always been this way. I remember being really, really scared sending her to preschool. Her preschool was lovely and snack was provided there every day for the kids. We opted to send in a snack with her every day just to make myself more comfortable, make her more comfortable. And I also wanted to make the teachers comfortable. I Again, I was a teacher before and I understand the the added stress and worry when you have a child in your classroom with allergies of really being cognizant of what was happening. So I am so thankful for the teacher that she had um, both of those years in preschool. She always made us feel that Evie was safe. And the most important thing is that she taught Evie how to advocate for herself, even at that young age of three and four. There was one day where there was a substitute um, snack person and she put snack down in front of Evie at the table and immediately Evie pushed her chair away from the table and locked eyes with her teacher. And I remember being so proud of her that day for recognizing a situation that could have been dangerous dangerous for her. And, and if you know my daughter, you know she's not necessarily someone who's going to speak up. And just the act of her pushing her chair away and removing herself from the situation and locking eyes with her teacher to sort of non-verbally say, hey, this is what's happening, made all the difference. It can be really hard for kids sometimes to speak up about their allergies because they don't want to be seen as being disrespectful to adults that maybe they don't know very well. So there's a lot of kind of outside challenges to food allergies that most people don't necessarily understand. Outside of preschool, there were definitely some challenges when you're when you're outside of that school environment. I'll never forget one day at dance class, um, Evie loved dance, and a parent brought in a box of munchkins for the class. And it was so kind, and I know the intention of this parent was all good intentions, but that day was the first day that Evie recognized that she was different. And it's a hard story for me to tell because her little eyes welled up as she said, no, thank you to the dad. And it was the first time that I saw her show emotions regarding her food allergies. It was the first time that she realized that she was different and she felt left out. And it was just so heartbreaking to see. And again, I I tell this story knowing this parent had nothing but the best intentions of doing something kind for his daughter and her class. But that was probably one of the hardest moments as a mom that I've experienced with her. Um, it was it was just heartbreaking, totally heartbreaking. But as she gets older and life gets more social, she was invited to more birthday parties and she started to see more and more that she is different than a lot of other kids. You know, her cupcake that I would bring always looked different from everybody else's, even though I would always, you know, ask the parents ahead of time and try to make the same flavor. I've tried to teach her over the years that everyone is different in their own ways, and I'm thankful that she does recognize that. But some days, you guys, it's just really sad and really not fun. 
I'm so thankful, though, for all of the goodness that we've seen. I won't ever forget a birthday party that we went to for one of Evie's friends in preschool. The boy's mom knew about Evie's allergies and went to our local candy shop and had a special goodie bag purse made up with all safe candy. So not only was it all safe candy, but it also came in the shape of a little purse. I mean, come on. It was honestly one of the kindest gestures that I've ever experienced in my entire life and not one that I'll ever forget. I actually just messaged the mom a minute ago as I was sitting here kind of thinking about it. I know how stressful it is to plan a kid's birthday party and I never want to burden or make more work for parents, but we've had several experiences since then of parents just going above and beyond and being so incredibly kind and thoughtful. Even just something as simple as checking with me about the pizza place that they're ordering from to be sure it's safe means the absolute world to someone like Evie. Getting into the holidays, I can't even get started, especially Halloween. But again, I'm so grateful to our friends and our neighbors who get it. And they have options for Evie and other kids like her. I won't ever forget a Halloween that my sweet friend Milena, who lives out in Colorado, is one of my nearest and dearest friends, sent Evie a giant box that had a huge bag of gummy bears and a huge bag of Rolos because those were her absolute favorite. And a lot of times at Halloween, Evie will get some things that she can have and and some of the unsafe candy she'll trade with her big sister. But a lot of times, you know, it's a little bit of a letdown for her. And so I'm thankful that we have friends and family that sort of overcompensate and send us lots and lots of goodies. But I digress a little bit there. But moving up into kindergarten was absolutely terrifying for me. Um, Clearly, Evie growing up is presenting a lot of challenges for both me and her. But I knew that she would be, you know, not just having snack like in preschool, but she would be having a snack in her classroom and then would be having lunch in the cafeteria with, you know, eight other classes of kids. Like I said before, I was a teacher for a long time. I understand how challenging it can be to monitor all of these students at once. But again, I'm so thankful that she has had and has the most wonderful teachers. And our school nurse is truly, truly an angel. I remember going into the nurse's office before school had started and Evie was so quiet and shy and anxious, and she didn't speak a word to the nurse or her kindergarten teacher. She was clearly feeling anxious, and I realize looking back now that she was definitely feeling my anxiety that I was holding as well. Um, There's a lot of research done around children with food allergies and the anxiety that they experience and also the anxiety that their parents experience as well. Um. There have definitely been complaints overheard about, you know, kids not being allowed to bring in a snack that might have nuts. But by and large, we've been so lucky in terms of our school community. Now that Evie's getting older, it is more challenging to sort of control all of the environments. We're not just talking about my home and a classroom, but we have playdates and we have friends' homes that, quite honestly, is very scary for me. 
It's really, really hard for me to leave Evie at someone's house. I only actually just did it for the first time recently. Um, We also have COVID to thank for part of that. But that being said, her friend's parents are amazing. It is so wonderful for me as a food allergy parent to have other parents ask me questions and show that they want to understand and they want to know how to keep Evie safe and they don't mind me showing them again and again how to use an EpiPen and they will always double check snacks and food and they don't mind sending me photos of food labels and it really does Ooh, sorry it's really scary to live with the fact that one mistake or one bite of the wrong food could be fatal. It's it's terrifying to carry that around as a parent. But it means everything to have Evie's friend's parents treat her and take care of her and look out for her as if she is their own. It means everything. It really does. I apologize for getting emotional. I wasn't ready for that. I mean, living with food allergies is hard. And I think, you know, as a mom, most parents want our kids to have a normal, you know, a normal childhood, whatever normal means for them. But quite honestly, a lot of days, food allergies just make everything feel harder. Um, Going out to eat as a family can be really challenging. We avoid a lot of my older daughter's favorite places because they just aren't safe for Evie. Um, Again, thankfully, we have two restaurants in our community that are amazing. We frequent there often because I hate to cook, but we know that we can eat there safely and there's something on the menu that everyone likes. Travel is also something that's really, really hard with food allergies. The best case scenario is we're driving to our location and we're staying in a home where we can cook our meals. So when my entire family goes to the Outer Banks, we drive to North Carolina And for the most part, we eat all of our meals in the giant house there. Um, But that scenario isn't always possible. (laughs) And we love to travel. So every trip that we go on outside of that every other year trip to North Carolina means I'm calling or emailing at least a dozen restaurants ahead of time to find out what the options are for her. Is it worth it? A thousand percent. We have been so grateful to find some of the best restaurants around. Um, Last summer, we went out to Yosemite and then to Napa, and we found some really, really great places to eat. Um, So is it worth it? A thousand percent. But does it frustrate the hell out of me? Also a hundred percent. It's a lot of work. And I would love to be able to just go on a vacation and not have to worry about it. And some days I do throw a little bit of a pity party for myself and I get angry that 
we have to navigate this life. And I get angry that this is something that Evie will have to live with her whole life, understanding that one mistake or one bite of the wrong food could be fatal. It's it's frustrating and it's sad and it angers me. But on other days, I find myself so grateful that this is a condition that we can manage for the most part, I guess, is the best way to explain it. We have options. It's just a – it's a lot. It's a lot. And the reality is that food allergies are so, so common. Research suggests that about 1 in 13 children have a food allergy. And so chances are if you have children, they're in a class with someone or know someone with a food allergy. And another staggering statistic is that one in three children with a food allergy experiences bullying. And if that child is allergic to more than one food, that number jumps to half. And that is a layer to food allergies that I didn't know existed when this diagnosis first happened. It wasn't until Evie grew up and got older and was around other children that I realized that this was a huge part of living with food allergies, not just the physical reactions that could happen, but the emotional and social implications of it that are really, really significant. And while food allergies are relatively common, there is also a lot of misinformation surrounding them. I think it's it's probably like a lot of health conditions, I suppose. If it's something that doesn't directly impact your family, you may not necessarily be fully aware of the ins and outs of it. Um, even my own family struggled to understand in the very beginning. I remember very early on when Evie was was first diagnosed, having a conversation with my dad around his famous meatballs. And in his mind, Evie could still have the sauce that the meatballs were cooked in because there was only one egg in the whole recipe. It was it was interesting to try to wrap, you know, for him to wrap his head around the idea that even though this whole pot of meatballs and sauce only had one egg in it, even that tiny, tiny amount could cause anaphylaxis for her. And I say that not as a criticism of anyone who doesn't understand allergies, but to just share that there is a lot of misinformation or or lack of information out there. And I'm honestly the luckiest because our family really looks out for Evie. Um, if my sister is listening, I know she'll agree too. But my oldest daughter and my two nieces are probably three of the the most protective people <laughs> of Evie. And they're the most aware of her allergies. And there have been countless, I'm sorry, I'm sniffling. There have been countless conversations and comments that she and I have overheard, you know, amongst them. And it truly does warm my heart because they just, those little comments and conversations really show how much they all care for each other and how much they care for Evie. 
we've we've learned a lot over the last seven years. I mean, I never knew there was egg in some shampoos <laughs> um, or there was sesame oil in body lotion or peanut butter or eggs in dog food. When I tell you that we have to read everything, we literally have to read everything. Um, like I said before, food allergies are so, so common. They impact roughly 32 million Americans, and that includes about 5.6 million children under the age of 18. And sadly, those numbers are on the rise. So I will leave you with a thank you for listening. Um, If you are a fellow food allergy parent, please reach out and connect. There is so much strength and support in this community Um, If you are not a food allergy parent, I really appreciate you listening to hear a little bit about what our life and what our experience is like. If you want more information around food allergies, the best resource um, is an organization called FAIR, um, which stands for Food Allergy Research and Education. Their website is foodallergy.org. They are an incredible organization that really does lead the way in terms of research and advocacy work around food allergies. So check out their website, check out their Instagram. I know this week they will be sharing lots of statistics and helpful information for everyone um, just to kind of increase the awareness and understanding around food allergies. So That is all for now. Thank you guys again for listening. You're so appreciated.